Hey everybody, my name is Zach Frederick, and it's day 21 of our John Audio Devotional, and we're going to be reading through chapter 7, verses 45 through 53. In the previous verses from last week, we find that Jesus has been teaching in front of a crowd, and a strong disagreement has broken out amongst the people as to whether or not he is a prophet, the Messiah, or a misleading teacher. The disagreement was so fierce that a mob formed. Some people were so mad they were calling for Jesus to be arrested for his teachings. So with that, we continue reading John seven forty-five through 53 When the temple guards returned without having arrested Jesus, the leading priests and Pharisees demanded, Why didn't you bring him in? We have never heard anyone speak like this, the guards responded. Have you been led astray too? The Pharisees mocked. Is there a single one of us rulers or Pharisees who believes in him? This foolish crowd follows him, but they are ignorant of the law. God's curse is on them. Then Nicodemus, the leader who had met with Jesus earlier, spoke up. Is it legal to convict a man before he is given a hearing? He asked. They replied, Are you from Galilee too? Search the scriptures and see for yourself. No prophet has ever come from Galilee. Then the meeting broke up, and everybody went home. In reading through this story, my first reaction is that this is the biggest fight with the quickest resolution ever. We go from people wanting to arrest Jesus and this massive mob forming to them all going home and leaving things as they were. It was like growing up in school and two tough kids talking about how they were going to fight afterwards and nothing ever happening. It was all overhyped. It was like Nicodemus with the ultimate mic drop moment as the leader where he says something in the last word and the problem is done and they no longer talk about it. So in reading the scripture on my own, I sometimes might read through the section and never really bat an eye or write anything down, which is what I do when I find something important or something that I want to remember. And maybe I'm the only person, but I know that a lot of times when I read through scripture, or maybe not a lot of times, but sometimes, I don't always recognize something or feel like there's something that is sticking out or a lesson for me to learn. When that happens, I always find it important to read a second time or to read a little closer. In this section in my second reading, I found a cool little lesson or a recognition of the temple guards and even Nicodemus, who showed up earlier in John 3. So let's look at that. We find that the temple guards came back to the chief priests and Pharisees without Jesus, which was their goal, to arrest him, and their job. And the reason was because they had never heard anyone speak like Jesus had before. This is surprising because the temple guards, well, they worked in the temple, so hearing someone teach and speak was very common for them. So they've probably heard some of the best teachers and speakers in that day. But of all of those teachers and all of those speakers, none of them were like Jesus. He moved them. They remembered him. He spoke differently than any other teacher before. Temple guards weren't just impressed by any teacher. It took someone special, someone like Jesus. They said it themselves. No one ever spoke the way this man does. And I think that this can relate to our life. That often, just like the temple guards, we come 
with this agenda. We come with a plan. For them, it was arresting Jesus. And then maybe for us, we come with the agenda for our time of the day. We sit down to do work or to read our devotions, to listen to God, read his word, and we hear his truth. We hear the words that we, he speaks, the stories he tells through the Bible. And just like them, when we hear Jesus speak or we read his word, it's like something we've never heard before. It speaks directly to our life. It impacts us and it's powerful. And that, that catches our attention. We find our crowd in a great dilemma of if Jesus is a Lord or a liar. Is his teaching life-changing or life-corrupting? And that day, being accused of being a teacher who misleads people or deceives them was no ordinary accusation, but a very strong one. It would be considered scandalous and would ruin him if true. So when people are accusing Jesus of misleading people, it's not a fleeting statement, but a huge accusation with major consequences. See, we find that the chief priests and Pharisees, some of whom feel threatened by Jesus' followings, are now trying to weigh in on the situation of what's going on. Many of them trying to condemn Jesus before they've even had a chance to hear him speak for himself. So we see in verse 50, Nicodemus speaks up and appealing to their logic, the law that they spend their entire life studying, to reason with them. He says, Our law says we can't condemn a man without hearing him first. This is the same Nicodemus that in John 3 came to Jesus that night to have a conversation with him about faith and learning from his teachings and asking questions. He came at night probably out of fear or worrying that some people might question his position if speaking with Jesus. See, the chief priests and Pharisees, who were the keepers of the biblical law, have become so overwhelmed and so filled with passion and hatred for Jesus and his teaching that they've forgotten the one thing that they devoted their life to, biblical law. And so Nicodemus has to remind them. They've become the same mod that they look down on. They were ruled by their emotions, by their feelings, by their anger, rather than by the law they know and they study. I think that so often in my life, I can feel overwhelmed and controlled by my situations, maybe even my emotions and my feelings. They can overwhelm me, and they can overwhelm us, and they can cloud our judgment. And like the Pharisees, we can act on impulse, on emotion, rather than a clear mind. So we see the Pharisees' response to Nicodemus is this, of, of emotional anger and frustration. They seek to use their knowledge as a weapon for their agenda rather than God's agenda. And what seems like an, a kind of toddler tantrum, they stomp off. They were doing what they wanted, not what God's law or even his son was saying. Their agenda was more important than what God was saying. And their emotions were louder than the impact that God had for them. 
So my question to you today is this. What might God be saying in those moments? What What is God's agenda? Maybe a better question is, what is your agenda? Is your agenda to hear from God and kind of check it off the box list? You read your devotions. You listened to the podcast. You spent some time in prayer. Or are you seeking true change? No matter what the agenda is, I think an even better question to ask is, are you willing to allow God to change it? Are you open to listening to what God has to say? Or do you already know what he says or said? I believe that Jesus is Lord and not a liar. And the word he taught in the guidebook of life, the Bible that he's given to us, encourages us and guides us and helps us hear better from him, but also form our agenda into his. But only if we're willing to let him do it. God never forces his agenda on us. It's something he offers up and is asks us if we're willing to receive. Many of the Pharisees that day heard the same message as the temple guards, and they didn't have the same experience as them as the temple guards did. Their agenda was more important than God's. They were blinded by their emotions, their desires, even their knowledge, blinded by what they wanted and missed the opportunity to hear what God was offering. The good news is that Jesus continues to speak over and over again. And so if you feel like maybe there have been times where you've missed that opportunity, I I encourage you, take the time to listen to what God is saying, to communicate in prayer with him, to read his word, and to hear him speak. And then you might say, like no man has ever spoken into your life just like the temple guards did. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you so much that you are Lord and not a liar. That the words you speak of of truth and of encouragement to the temple guards that change their hearts are the same words that you speak throughout your word and you speak into our life each and every day. We pray that when we seek to have our own agenda, that you would just begin to gently direct us and guide us and lead us into what you have. Lord, that you would open our ears, open our eyes, and soften our hearts to what you're saying and not what we necessarily want, Lord. We pray that, like Nicodemus, we would seek you. We would desire to hear what you have to say before we assume or just pretend like we know what you're going to say. And that, Lord, you would move and impact our life. And you would speak in a way that we've never heard before. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks. Have a blessed day.